Welcome to another episode of the Unpopular Takeover Podcast. Mike Riggs is in the building. It's, it's the usual cast. It's your boy Jamal, man. In the feed. Yeah, and Alex, I'm back with you. Yeah, we're we, we not in our usual setup today, so we say excuse any uh, technical difficulties we might have. But, man, I'm excited to be here with everybody today. Um, I got a good friend of mine, a, a gentleman I've known for a long time. I like to say we go back like four flats on a Cadillac. Um, mm. I know him as a producer, as an artist, as an overall dope creative, but he's, he's changed it up just a little bit on us. Um, I got my good brother Emmanuel Williams with us today, the host of the Socks and Sandals podcast, and also our first guest on the Unpopular Takeover podcast. Oh, man. Yes, nice, sir. Uh, That's what's up, Making man. a little history today. So what, what's going on with you fellas? How you guys doing? Man, we all right, man. Surviving, thriving. Surviving and thriving. Mm. I like that one. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you, Mike. I'm a little in my feelings, man. What's going on? I played in that Madden tournament today, and it didn't go my way. Yeah, first first competitive Madden tournament of the year, though. Came in the top 32 out of 130, but uh, yeah, no, wasn't I, too too happy about that. Now, if my memory serves me correct, Breeze, we we kind of started kicking it over some Madden, bro. Because <laughs> you know? I, I mean, you used to really get it in on the sticks. Is that is that still yeah, a thing? Madden. Nah, it's it's not a thing no more, bro. I, I let my son take that over, man. But uh, but Madden, you know, Madden was my life, bro. Like that was everything. Like if if I wasn't playing Madden, I just my my mental health wasn't on it wasn't on point, you know. So <laughs> back in the day on the PS2, you know, that was that was my thing. So you said PS2, PS2, bro. I'm talking about Madden. I'm talking about Madden 03. I'm talking about Madden 06, 07. Like I'm talking about PS2. You take that little slim portable joint, go to anybody's house and get it in, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was I was an assassin on on the sticks when it hey, came to that. He definitely was too. I mean, we had a couple clashes. He definitely, yeah. definitely did. Yeah. Uh, and for the record, let's get this on record. NFL team. I know. I know that. I know the answers to these questions. But for my co-host, NFL team, who you rocking with? You, 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 Panthers, you speaking all of us, no, right? No, we for for Emmanuel, we know where y'all at. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. for me, for you, yeah. For, 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 oh, bang bang right? Niner gang, which yeah. is Niners all day, bro. What you okay. mean? Come on now, <laughs> come on now, come on now. The greatest franchise to ever do it, you know. Stop it, bro. Come on now. The greatest. Come on, bro. Have y'all have you have you considered our trophy case? Have you taken a look at that? Listen, bro. Y'all would be America's team if y'all was the greatest. America's Alex is a cowboy fan. Come on, baby. Y'all uh, be America's team if y'all the greatest you too franchise young. You, you, too young. you too young to be talking about America's team. Come on, bro. We America's team, baby. Come on, man. You Come a- on, man. Fuck this crap. Hey, and, and on the NBA tip, who you rocking with? Oh, the Blazers, man. Come on now. Oh, oh, I got an episode for y'all. Oh, I'm so excited. The Blazers. Oh, I'm so excited. And, 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 oh, this and, is great. And Alex is a Laker fan. He's gonna make that known throughout this whole situation. We didn't had it out through text. We didn't had. I just had to say, y'all won. It's over with. Bye. You know that's just. How it <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> hey, I just want y'all to know. Out of all the debates we do, I hit Mike up. Mike didn't text me after the game. But time out. Okay. Let's be clear. He hit me up. He didn't hit me up after game one. He just said, "Oh man, we went to the free throw line, missed free throws, or something, or something random." Yeah, something. No, we, we had a whole conversation about game one. Well, we didn't really. Jamal. Jamal. Yeah. Really no. Jamal was in that. Jamal was in that conversation because he was like, if the Lakers played any better, they lose game one. We yeah, had a whole conversation, conversation on like Xbox Live. Yeah, okay. the same day though. Not the same day. Yeah. 
was the same. All of us was the same there. Nah, I, I don't, I don't remember, think it was, nah. but anyway. I don't know. Yeah, we, had, we had a guy, you know, because I didn't want to listen. Laker fans, Seahawks fans, Raider fans are the most fans, annoying fans. Stop it. Blazer Cow- fans. And Cowboy fans. Stop it. Hey, Alex, you a, you a Yankees fan too in baseball, huh? I don't really watch ba- baseball, oh, okay. but but okay. if I had to pick a team, it, it would probably be the Yankees. It, no, it'd probably be the Mariners. It'd probably be the Mariners. Really? I like oh, Ichiro. Okay. Back in the day Ichiro. when I used to play the Ichiro. I, I like Ichiro, man. He can steal all them bases on the game. And that's who I was always rocking when we played <laughs> baseball. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of uh, baseball, hey, man, before we get started, man, we got to send a rest in peace out to, to Chadwick Boseman, the, the Black Panther, my favorite superhero of all time. Man. Rest in peace, um, for real. Damn. That, that hit hard yesterday, you know, for me, as a Marvel head, that hit like a hit for NBA fans with Kobe. Um, and to see that brother come out to, to come out and say he four years, in four years he played some of the most iconic black people in our black, in, in history. Absolutely. In history. Absolutely. And to say that that show, like, like bro, I, I, I thought about that. I said, even before we, even like just when he was doing his thing, I said, dang, he didn't play a lot of our iconic figures. I said, if his career was to end today, he's had an easily an iconic run. And, and if y'all, if y'all don't know what Mike is talking about, we're talking about Jackie Robinson, James Brown. I mean, I mean, this dude has played Thurgood, literally Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall. I mean, had, I just he had to learn how to dance to play James Brown. <laughs> like, <laughs> you feel me? like if you know, if you know. Anybody know music? Just just know music and know James Brown. Michael Jackson will tell you that was one of my my idols that I looked, that he looked up growing up as a, as an artist to learn mm-hmm. to learn how to entertain like James Brown. That, that's a lot of work. Yeah, that's it was, wild. It was it was it was crazy to see, but man, he you take a lot of things from that with with snow snow. He didn't give up. He wasn't talking about. It. He just like, hey, I'm finna go out here and do my thing because I know tomorrow. Literally, if you've lost anybody to cancer, you know tomorrow is not for you can't take tomorrow for granted. And that brother did at all. So rest in peace to him. And it didn't stop, man. Mm-hmm. He was doing chemotherapy during Black Panther, bro. He was doing everything. It's just so crazy. Like, you just think, like, people like that should be untouchable. You know what I mean? Like, when I see people like that and it's how, like, the impact they have, it's just, like, it's so crazy when they do pass away because you never think it would happen to somebody like him. Yeah. Or somebody like Kobe. or You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's crazy, man. Man, and it didn't it didn't start to stop. You know, this morning we got the news about Cliff Robinson. Um, he was a, a, a plow forward in the NBA, played with the Blazers, played with the New Jersey Nets. Uh, he passed away this morning, there, and fifty three. And Chadwick Boseman was forty three. Just to see, just to see him going, what he meant to the town, what he what he when he was in Portland, he embraced Portland like he was born and raised here. Uh, he was a true representative of the, of the team. And it was just crazy to see that, just to see him pass away and knowing how long he had played here, how much love he had for the city, too. Wow, man. 2020 literally does not – it has no chill. There's no slowing down. It's just – None. It's just too much, bro. None at all. I mean, especially for the for the black community. I literally went to bed last night, and I was like, bro, what's next? And then, boom, you see this this morning. And now I'm, I'm still kind of floored, like, what more can happen, you know? Like in 2020, in our culture, in, in our culture, I should say, like, what more? How much more can we really take for you know your mental health and just your overall well being as a person? It's a lot. It's it's been a lot this year, and I and I just keep praying. As, you know, what, how much more can we really take as a people, man? Yeah, it's heavy, bro. Like, 
when I got that news, um, I was trying to figure out like, how am I going to tell my kids, bro? Man, you know what I mean? That's a like, common thing got, I've seen. Yeah, they they both got you know the the Black Panther um, pajamas. Like when that movie came out, I took them on Friday night and Saturday night. Mm. You know, you just watch it in the house, just randomly. Um. And yes, it's just been a lot of loss. It's almost to the point where I I think, especially my son, like I think he's kind of numb to death now. You know what I mean? And your son like, is just hard for, for the people? He's he's 11. Wow. You know, so we lost our father-in-law to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple mm. weeks before that, we lost, you know, our, our grandpa on, on Renita's side, on my wife's side. Um, You know, Kobe died, you know, Nip, mm-hmm. you know, and then Chadwick and then Black Panther dies and I told him he was just like oh man yeah. but he was like you know and we lost our our, our Renita's godfather which is really close to you know he was basically Elijah's grandpa as well so it's just like it's so many so many losses that we've had but like for me personally I was worried about breaking the news but then I realized like this is affecting me more than it's affecting my kids and it's affecting me because you know all the you know George Floyd, mm-hmm. Ahmaud Arbery, and then Jacob Blake, black man gets shot seven times in the back, mm-hmm. in the back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like d- wasn't doing nothing. Like literally walking away, get shot seven times in the back, and then Chadwick Boseman dies of colon cancer. So I got cops, I got COVID, and I got colon cancer. I got so many things that can potentially take me out, and I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, and if if Black Panther can die of colon cancer at 43, somebody that's in the prime of their life, somebody that's in what seems to be amazing shape. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Has, has resources and, you know, and just connections to get the best possible treatment. That man dies of cancer. So last night I was thinking, man, how am I going to die? How am I going to die? Yeah. And how many years do I got left? In this, in this world, in 20, like, who knows, bro? Like, I could die tomorrow of a fucking car accident. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But if Chadwick Boseman can die of colon cancer at 43 and a black man can get shot just walking to his car with his kids in the backseat, I'm not, I'm not, there's no safety. <laughs> None. Definitely somebody, man. somebody can sneeze on me and I can die in two weeks from COVID. There's no, there's no safety, bro. Like, so yeah, man. Last night it just it had me going, bro. I mean, and we I think I start I start thinking about the memories I have of bro. I saw the movie like seventeen times in theaters. I'm I'm pretty sure. And I think about like one memory comes to mind is going to see Black Panther was the last time I got to kick it with one of my mentors because he passed away a few months later. Mm-hmm. Like me and my dad had pre-sale tickets like two days before it came out, and I just randomly hit him up. I was like, hey, you want to go see Black Panther with us? I never asked him if he wanted to go to a movie. He was like, yeah. And I'm like, dope. So that was like the last time we was, us three were together. Just out, like just men just kicking. I was like, dang. And then I'm, I think back on like the theater, you know, how our people, bro, was showing up, you know, swagged out in our, in our African apparel and, and everything. Just how he, how a black man brought everybody together. People could say, with them, that was a black movie. When I think about black movies, bro, that's one of the things I think about. I think the, about the representation of, just greatness and I think about the representation of like powerful black women so for me it was like I started just thinking about all the memories of, of what that movie did yeah it's it's really um, tough like Emmanuel was saying to 
the the type of mental capacity you have to have as a black man mm-hmm. especially now like right now in the current state has to be at an all-time high because all this stuff like i mean i didn't experience i don't have a record um i've never been arrested but i've experienced um you know getting pulled over by the police just because i got put in handcuffs because i mean i mean i could go on and on about different times where um, I just wasn't treated the same as if my skin color was different, if I'm being honest. Um, so just being being a black man right now um, is really, yeah, I got to, yeah, ki- kids are, are one thing they can kind of, it's almost like they can, we don't want them to be numb to death, but it's almost like they, they shake stuff off faster yeah. than us because we see stuff differently than kids. True. Yeah. yeah. Understand it differently. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to kind of segue into that, uh, you know, you, you brought up George Floyd and James Blake. Um, so this week in the NBA, we in, in the WNBA, and then it carried over to MLB, and I believe NHL, we saw, uh, and then in the, the NBA uh, office had a walkout. Yes, I don't know if y'all saw that. Um, what are your thoughts on, on just everything that happened in sports with, it was specifically in the NBA, WNBA, with these walkouts? There's been I don't know if y'all have been following all the reports. It's it's like thirty reports out here. Literally, it's kind of hard. You got to kind of you know when the Steelers did something. Yeah, the Steelers yeah. did something. You got to kind of navigate. Yeah, out what's true, what's not true. Um, mm-hmm. they they say Michael Jordan was the voice of reason, which I can see that. There's reports out there saying LeBron. Well, younger players are looking at LeBron kind of sideways because he kind of. So his I have walked out and some different stuff like that. Um, I have kind of mixed. Uh, emotions about the players not playing okay. and I'm going to tell you why um, them t- basketball was already taken away from everybody because of the pandemic mm-hmm. it was already taken away um, when I heard that they were not playing and it was a possibility that the NBA was going to be canceled I was kind of mad to be honest with you mm-hmm. because me not being able to go play basketball right now, me not being able to do a lot of the normal things and get, you know, just a break from the world. Sure. Those, those things are, are very limited already. So with the NBA, these games were just like, I don't know. It just gave you, it felt like everything was normal again, almost when, when you're watching the games and you're rooting for your squad. Um, so I was, I was disappointed, but at the same time, I understand. So it's not like, oh, I'm, I'm mad because they, they shouldn't be doing this. No, I understand the reason. But just as a, a fan um, and somebody that literally sometimes just need a break from the world, other than me playing the video game, um, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it was, I wasn't looking forward to not having the NBA. I think my biggest thing was when it came to it was more of how are they, how is this them not playing, excuse me, how is them them not playing going to send a message to the police officers of what, not, you know what I'm saying? How does this shed light on what's going on by them not playing? I think that when you have a platform it's like what the WNBA did. And I was talking to Alex about this. It's like how they wore the shirts, uh, the white shirts during the, the national anthem while they're, you know, on their knees with the bullet holes in the back. That shows, that's a, that's a huge message right there. That's usually a platform to 
you know, demonstrate a message. And I was just wondering, what I was thinking was by them shutting down the NBA and not playing, how was that going to send a message to these police officers or to these the powers that be, you know what I'm saying, to shed light what's going on? Because they can't really protest. I mean, they can't go anywhere. They can't. Yeah, they're you know, in their own in, little bubble. Yeah, they're, they're in the bubbles. Own, yeah. So, so it's like, how can I rather you show me, you know what I'm saying, why you have this, why you have this stage, why you have this platform, show us what the platform, you know what I'm saying, like how you were with the, you know, with the names on the back of the jerseys and just different stuff like that. That's continuously to shed light to, 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 to the situation. Or, you know, when you see some of these post-game interviews and halftime interviews, like they still talk about it. You know what I'm saying? They they still make sure that it's still brought to light. So with them taking the NBA away, that takes a whole platform away. You know what I mean? And that's what I think. So that, that was that was my take on it. For real. The platform is still there. It ain't it ain't went nowhere. They just they just took a break. They just took a step back. Yeah, yeah. I was more to say if they if they canceled the entire the rest of the NBA season is what is what I was getting at. You know what I mean? Do you think if they cancel the season, that won't send a message and have people talking and then asking them why? And then when they and then when they ask them why and they tell them why, then isn't that isn't that the point of what they're trying to do? Because you said they can't protest, so that is their protest. Like when you protest, that means like you stop doing something. And so when you stop playing, or like Alabama or the Montgomery bus boycotts, when you stop riding the bus, when you stop doing something that is a protest. Like, that's exactly the definition of a protest. Yeah, I just think it will affect, like, the police as much as it'll probably get us talking versus them. I, I, I just didn't see it making a difference to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. I mean, a lot of stuff isn't going to directly affect the police, but you got to put pressure and you got to start somewhere, you know? So My question uh, was... What's the plan? Like, if we're going to protest and we're not going to play, cool. My question was, what? what's the plan? And I, th- cause I, and I asked that because a, a lot of people look to LeBron, look to to Kevin Durant, look to Giannis, look, you know, look to all these big names. So my question was, what's what's the plan? You know, I'm personally, I'm tired of the protest. I want to know what we're doing as, as a unit. Pers- that's what I want to know. So if we're... If we doing X Y Z, yeah, we're going to vote. We know that. We know that. What's What's the plan? That That was my question. I was in some meetings and I was like, "Oh, great! I know some people down there in the bubble." My question is, what's the plan? Like, if we are gonna shut the NBA down, cool. Let's shut it down. If we are gonna go hit up these different areas and, and do X Y Z, like I, I heard that the they're making all NBA arenas voting. Um, people are gonna be able to go register to vote stuff like that. Cool. Let's like let's let's not only pro let's not only shut stuff down. Let's make it know what the plan is because I think there's a there's a large amount of people who look at these guys and say hey I'm with you but they just don't know what to do and they're not like Emmanuel for instance you're you're a resourceful person so if we say we shutting down NFL for to protest what's going on you probably gonna have a plan in 24 hours of what your actions is gonna be that's just how I feel about you at this point I mean I, I might you know and it's 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 convenient to say that but like you I mean we, we're talking about professional athletes yeah. we're not talking about politicians we're not talking about people that have free time to do research yeah. and and pontificate about what's going on politically. Like all they do is eat, sleep, and breathe basketball. True. They're professional athletes. So they don't have time to sit back and think 
about what's all they all they know is they barely even know what's going on outside around them. Like these niggas is living living in a fake world. They're not even real people right now. Like we're we're talking to robots, basically. You know, in in the general sense of, you know, what real people are doing every day, dealing with the police, dealing with the fear of this, dealing with the fear of that, and they're literally living in a millionaire's professional athlete utopia. Yeah. To really to if if we're really asking them to do something more than what they can do then that's an indictment more on us. Like yeah. we should be looking at ourselves crazy. Like, what are we doing? Because they literally can't do anything. They're isolated from society. They're isolated and alienated from their family. They're in, like they have so many restrictions on their life because of their occupation. And so they're doing as much as they possibly can. So I'm not, me personally, I'm not looking for them to save America. I'm not looking for them to save black people. Anything that they do, any contribution that they make, I applaud it. Period. Um well, and I, I me personally, say, okay. I was just say me personally, I, I don't I don't have anything, um, any other suggestions like that I think that they should do because they're in uh we're living through a you know historic time. True. And they're and they're living in an experiment. Like they're living in an experimental world. So I, I can't well, well, if they if they if they were to cancel the NBA season, essentially they would be ending the bubble. Everybody would have to go back to, um, you know, they can go, they can but they can the, leave the and they can go. It's going to continue for next season as well. That's not going away. Yeah, but if the NBA canceled right now, them dudes aren't staying in the bubble. Oh yeah, they're they're going home for sure. They're, they're going home. So then, yeah. but that and that goes to Jamal's point is. Now you lose that platform. I mean, tw- you could talk on Twitter and Instagram. What platform? But you're not- tell me, tell me what the platform is because I don't understand that. Media. Part. The media. They still got the media. They are the media. No, not at not. How many? How many of the NBA stars do you hear about or see outside of when the NBA is going on? They can, like LeBron. They have. Or- yeah, they other have, than they have, they have Twitter. They have Instagram, just like anybody else. Did Jacob Blake need a platform? Did you know who Jacob Blake was? Before he got shot, no. But you got social media, so now you know who Jacob Blake is. You already know who LeBron is. You already know who every other basketball. You already know who Dame is. Did Did Dame have a camera crew? Did he set up? Did he Did he say, "Hey, news, come follow me when I'm when I march over the bridge"? No, but somebody captured it and it became news. They are the platform. So, so wherever they go, people are going to follow them. People are going to report on what they do. They're going to hang on their every word. They don't have to have a camera shoved in their face and some media to feed it to you. People can feed it to you. They can feed it to you themselves. So the platform is always going to be there. Period. Yeah, I think I look at I look at two things. Just one, one thing when I when I say what the plan is, and I, and I forgot to mention when I say that following that the part of their plan was getting somebody like Barack Obama in, involved. Which if, if that's let's let's get somebody involved in it because you, you make a valid point we can't expect them and i don't expect them to quote unquote save black people i'm, I'm thinking about all the people that follow them if they're i want to see them whatever does if they decide hey we we, we following the lead of barack like verbalizing what they what they want to do so that way we can get everybody else because it's hard to it seems like it's hard to get a mass amount of people mobilized for something like they're just they're just looking at them and also, we gotta, we gotta, man, we gotta keep it real, bro. Like us as black people in America, we have been socialized to think that entertainers and athletes are leaders. Yeah. And so we look to them, and we we heap that on them. Mm-hmm. Like we are the only group of people that rely on our entertainers 
and athletes to lead us and to set us in some type of direction and set the tone for our whole group of people. Tell me, tell me what, tell me what Hispanic soccer players are leaders for Mexicans. Tell me what white uh, actors are leaders for white people. I, I don't really, uh, I don't really agree with that. With that one, you don't have to agree, but it's real because bro, you can't, you can't tell me what Asian actors speak for all Asian people and set the tone for Asians that are being mis mistreated by the gut. It doesn't happen. It only happens to us. Period. I don't think it only happens to us. I think as a people, that is an issue. Is that we look at the um, entertainers and and and, and um, musicians and all that as leaders. I feel like as a people, but every race. Let's 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 talk about uh uh what's his name, uh Manny Pacquiao. Man, you saying Manny Pacquiao not speaking for all Philippine Filipino people? No, he's not. Come on, bro. If if many, come on, bro. Well, 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 for one thing, Manny Pacquiao is a real life politician, so that's different. I'm not talking after about after boxing. He wasn't Period. one before boxing. He but was that's a boxing one person. Mogul. He was a boxing mogul and created a voice. What, what other what other Filipino to. do you know? No, no, I'm just but I'm just I'm just saying you you're, you're saying it's only black people. I, I don't look at Chris Brown as a leader. I don't, but I look at LeBron as a leader absolutely because how his life is and what he has done in his life up to this point. But now, you look I, at you look at LeBron as a leader. Absolutely. Because, because America has taught No. No, again, I said we have been no, socialized we have been socialized to put our, our entertainers and our celebrities on a pedestal. And in the black community, because the government has killed every other leader or has um, either killed them or imprisoned every other political leader that actually like was in the field with people in the streets, leading us with movements, all the movement people have been eliminated. And so the only people we have to look to are our entertainers. And then the entertainment industry, that is, which is led by white people, they prop these people up and they they put the spotlight on them and ask them those questions. And then those are the only people that we have that are speaking, that are allowed to speak. Everybody else that's talking that real talk has been killed or imprisoned. But there are some entertainers that are better leaders than some of these politicians, bro. That's a fact. Okay. Some of these politicians only tell you what you want to hear. That's a fact. They getting a check, bro. These yeah. entertainers are not getting a check for for the Black Lives Matter movement. They're not getting a check for mm -hmm. for for having these to having these, to go give these speeches. These political figures are getting paid to go say what's on a teleprompter a lot of the times. Now, if you tell me that LeBron is not a leader based off his life, LeBron's never had a scandal. He has kids, he has a wife and everything that you've seen, LeBron has been good in every single way. Do I do LeBron, I, look at, I would say he's a role model. I wouldn't say he's a leader. So what's the what's the what's the difference? Tell me, tell me what's the difference. Because it seems like LeBron is leading this charge in the bubble bubble for the for the protest. So what what's a what's a leader versus a role model? Explain that to it, me. It, it was the Milwaukee Bucks who made this decision. It was the Milwaukee and, and Bucks that started. And part of LeBron's frustration per sources is that no one consulted him. Um that, that's part of his quote unquote frustration. Uh, when we talk about LeBron as a leader, there's I've read multiple reports this week that that people say they don't look to him in in, in these situations as a leader. Um, for, for yeah, but the media paints him that way, so we keep running with that narrative. But yeah, among his peers, he's not 
he's not he's not that dude. He's not widely you know overall respected. You know, I, I would say LeBron has done uh, some some great things in the black community. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that kind of irritates me that really gets to me is we we look at LeBron, oh he's built a school he's done X Y Z and da da da. Jalen Rose Ben did a lot of this stuff and Jalen Rose don't get a, uh, doesn't get any type of coverage or pub for anything that he's done in Detroit. He's yeah. he's one of the biggest reasons why Detroit as a city is on the rise and coming back. Mm-hmm. But soon as LeBron does anything, it's oh LeBron did this. I'm like yeah, which is great. I, I personally don't in in this type of climate. I don't look at him as a leader. I think he's a great voice to somebody like, for instance, maybe a Jalen Brown or a uh, Malcolm Brogdon, whose name I've heard, who's who's very knowledgeable in what's going on. I think he could be a good asset and voice to them. But me personally, in this, I don't, I wouldn't consider him a, a leader. So, so to answer your question, uh, Alex, I would say a leader is someone who has either self-appointed. Or the people have chosen to lead them, and 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 this and this person is a, is a strategic person, and he's there's something specifically that he specializes in, he or she specializes in, and they strategize to mobilize people to do that thing. That is their job. That is their life's work. That's a leader. Now, a role model is like anybody who is doing something great and you admire them for doing great things and you're like you know what i want to model my behavior after that person but i don't but i don't look to that person like to lead me and to strategize my life and my efforts you know and so but that's that's a it's a big difference so we got a lot of role models but we really don't have a lot of leaders and you're right the poli- even our politicians are not our leaders yeah if we if we be honest and so at this point the way that I see it is like every man should be his or and every woman should be their own leader. Um, and and we should mobilize like amongst our our families, amongst our neighborhoods, amongst our communities and maybe select a leader to do whatever you know initiative that we want to get done. But other than that, we look at role models and we're and we're appointing them as leaders. Corporations and people that have interest in them are going to appoint them as leaders. Nike's Nike's going to tell you that LeBron's a leader because Nike's making money off LeBron. The NBA is going to tell you that LeBron's a leader because he's their cash cow. But he's not really a leader. He's just a role model, and he's a great individual. But he's not our leader. But if we look at these athletes as our leaders just because they're role models, we're doing ourselves a disservice because we're going to be let down every time because they can't lead us because they're too busy being a professional athlete. <laughs> like They can't lead us. They don't have the answers and they won't have the answers. It's never going to happen, period. So if we get that through our mind that these people are never going to lead us, they're never going to take us any further than where they're going to go, which is them being a professional athlete and then retiring and living their best life with their family, then then we can start actually moving and doing things for ourselves. But if we keep looking to them and placing blame on them and being disappointed in them and giving them uh, responsibilities that they didn't ask for, we're just going to be nowhere. Or just going in circles, in my opinion. And again, that's no indictment to them as they're, you know, quote unquote, bad people. Um, to say no, it's not an indictment. I think about like, for instance, like Maya Moore. We, we know we saw what she did by leaving her career and going into to fighting a battle. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever. I can't think of a time where that's been done in our, you know, for someone in our community that was in a lot of people's eyes. She's the greatest basketball woman basketball player of all time. 
and um, she just said, "I'm done," and went to go fight, fight a fight, a fight, fight the fight with um, with uh, black 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 people being in uh, in prison. So that, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that is, is great to see. I would say maybe that's somebody we look at. We look to if we want to look at a professional athlete, that'd be somewhere to start. That's a fact. I mean, I don't I don't think that it's it's fair to tell a entertainer or a professional athlete to be specific. Um, you can't be a leader because you don't have the time or, or, or you don't have the voice because of what you do. At the end of the day, this is their job and they still have their own personal lives and personal family. Just because of your profession, I don't think that that should stop you from being able to be a leader. Seeing what specifically LeBron has done for the community black community that makes him a leader in my eyes we can we can go back and forth about lebron and 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 i mean you said jalen rose i mean we can we can go back forth about all these guys but at the end of the day what have you done is more important to me than your positional status in the entertainment or um or or uh professional athlete um place that you're in yeah, I I haven't seen. I mean, granted, Giannis is not not black, but I haven't seen Giannis do anything. Um, I haven't black? seen. What you mean? What you mean? He's not black. What you mean? Y- Giannis Giannis isn't uh, an African American. He's from uh, Jamal. We were just talking. Yeah, Greece. No, he's African, bro. He was born in. Uh, you're, you're correct. He was born in. He was born there and raised in Greece. You're correct. He, oh, I mean, I he might be I, raised was, in Greece, but I mean his lineage, his lineage is African. But but okay, but that's still to my point. I haven't mm-hmm. seen any anything that Giannis has done for um, the black community. Um, so I, I think that's more important to me. On on, I mean, we Mike, when you said this before, we we are at a stage to where everything is. What have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. And and LeBron has just is just he's been there for. The black community now if his peers don't feel like that then you know that's one thing i don't think all his peers are saying lebron ain't that dude i don't i don't feel like that's the issue i feel like that's the media blowing something up out of proportion um i mean then until not the first time that's been said about him um but by certain individuals though it's not like everybody well no like i I think back on reports of this is this is what what was interpreted it was interpreted that lebron was like i got mine so I can just leave. It was the, a lot of these younger cats that was like, bro, I ain't got a $200 million contract with my team. I don't have a lifetime deal with with uh, Nike. A, a lot of these guys, we, we failed to really, there's what, maybe 5% or 7% uh, NBA players have these big contracts. The rest of these guys, like uh, we were talking about uh, your boy Landry Shaman. Landry Shaman's got a million dollar contract. When you take out taxes and stuff, these you know, 30, 35 to 48% taxes, depending on where you play, that million dollars ain't ain't nothing to live off of for him. So for for those young guys, that what what people absolutely what people don't realize with the NBA is that if they shut down the season right now, all of these owners are going. They the, the owners are get, are have a right in the CBA to tear it up. And what that means, yeah. And what that but means the, is, is lockout. What that means is no money. Mm-hmm. What that means is the NBA players have already taken a twenty five percent cut to go prior to going back. So they mm-hmm. tear, they tear it up. There's no lockout. You don't get you don't get these playoff bonuses. You don't get if you get any award bonuses. Those are going out the window, and you're not playing next year. So then that puts a lot of the a majority of the NBA players in kind of a 
what do I? What am I supposed to do? And that's LeBron's fault for wanting to protest. No, that they didn't say it was. They said it came off that uh, off as LeBron saying, "I don't care. Throw away the season. I got mine." That's the way. <laughs> that's the way it was interpreted. For the if it, we're talking about the cause, right? Yeah, throw away the season. If LeBron is mad, he got mad because nobody the twenty eight teams didn't side with him. That's the way it was interpreted. Yeah, about throw about not playing during the season. That's the way it was interpreted because people didn't want so, to side with him. Oh, okay. Okay. Now listen. That's the way it's interpreted. So basically, what that means to me, I mean, y'all can speak to what the listening to that statement was. LeBron said, "We not. We don't want. He he don't want to play." But LeBron don't speak for all of us. We want to play. Yeah, is what it sounded like the statement was. Yeah. So LeBron is saying, "No, we. Th- this is bigger than this." And they make it seem like, oh, LeBron, you're you're you got your money regardless. You good. You did it. What, what I'm saying, and I'm just I'm saying I'm, I'm just regurgitating what we said. What they're, what this what this is not the first time LeBron has acted in such a way. That's again. That's what was reported. At the end of the day, that's I, t- I just don't I don't get it. I I don't I don't get it. Y'all can speak. Y'all help me. Somebody help me. Somebody speak to this this statement, please. Jamal or Emmanuel. <laughs> speak to what. The, just the the just what you what you what you heard what you just said that it's it seems like LeBron is like I got minds throw away the season. No, I'm saying that's what I, that's what the players that's what it, that's what they're interpreting. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what no, I just like. think that I mean I get it from both sides because I think some of these players do feel like LeBron has a lot of influence in a way that if he decides to do something the NBA is going to back what his decision is. So I can see why some of the players would be kind of frustrated in thinking that way, you know, just because LeBron being LeBron and, you know, and he, he kind of influenced a lot of people in the position of power to make certain decisions. But I don't think that's LeBron's, I don't think that was ever LeBron's, you know, decision to like, you know what, like, like you said, Mike, like I got all the money, I got my money, I got my, my, my Nike checks. I don't need I'm it. good. I'm good to not play. I don't think that's yeah. LeBron's. That was LeBron's mentality in any of this. Um, and so I don't know. I think it's it's a little ridiculous. I, I but I do see why they'd be frustrated. Some of these players do need to play. You know what I'm saying? To be able to feed their family and be able to live the life comfortably that they that they want to live. Uh, but to think that one's one's motive is just because I got it, we good. Um, I, the hell with the rest of y'all. I think that's that's a little ridiculous. It, when he has never showed that. that, though, you get what I'm it, saying. I mean, we, it, we, don't, we don't we don't we don't know what LeBron is showing. We don't like we don't know what he's really like in the locker room in different areas. We can. I've never seen LeBron that's make true. make move again. Like I said, Go this ahead. is all what is reported, and I mean, yeah. this is what is being it's true. reported. So we we don't we don't know. It's just like. I think a lot of us thought Michael Jordan was a little bit different of what uh, type of guy what he was. Till we saw the last dance, like, oh, this nigga was an a hole. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. I no, love, yeah. I, love I mean, it's Michael. just like what Emmanuel said. It's like what what Emmanuel said that we're letting the media feed us things. They, I mean, he said, that, and that's real. Like we're letting the media tell us tell us how LeBron is is being portrayed in this, and we're just kind of like, oh, LeBron is wrong. But in it could be LeBron could be. I'm not speaking for LeBron. I've never talked to LeBron. But if I'm LeBron and I'm sitting there, my mental like I'm doing this for the movement. And y'all talking about you know what I'm saying? Like it just kind of, it just kind of. It, 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 I don't know, man. It just it it throws me off a little bit. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a wrong, you know, way to go. I don't think there's a wrong answer. It's like play or don't play. Like either way, it, it kind of goes back to what y'all was saying. Like you guys already sat down. Um, what is stopping playing going to do? It's it's not going to be wrong if they stop. It's not going to be wrong if they keep going. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just like the world is going to continue. These problems are going to be here whether they want to do it or not. If they want to, yeah. if they, but if it's it's their choice. Like if they just want to sit down and 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 sit out the rest of the season because they feel like it's not worth it, it's it's just totally up to them. And you know, we just got to mm-hmm. surrender the outcome. Whatever whatever they want to do. We gonna have to roll with it regardless. We can be mad. We can be happy about it. It don't matter. You yeah. Can how you want to take it? Fully cold or butt naked? It's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, somewhere. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's a fact. That is very true. Hey, you know, I was all about. It. I said, "Hey, LeBron, leave so that it could be Blazers in five, like I said it was gonna be." So, hey, you could leave. So my prediction stands true because he Lakers leave, Blazers stay. Blazers Wait, Mike, you said you said Blazers. Mike, that makes no sense. I said, if Blazers in five, I said if the Lakers decide they, if they want to leave, let the Lakers and Clippers lead and let this thing roll on. That's what I was about. Oh, uh, uh, so they was going to forfeit the rest of their yeah, wins. Yeah, just, just get roll it. on out. Let it, let it be Blazers in five. I'm not going to complain about that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you think, you think LeBron and Kawhi Leonard would ever, would ever, being the type of competitive athletes that they are, you think they would ever – like you know what we going y'all stay. Well, Doc Rivers said y'all go done. y'all go play. Doc Rivers said after the vote he thought the season was you know they was gonna be done. I Every thought the team keeping the bus. Not, I not it was some be done too. He said they I thought it was gonna be done too. Yeah, remember remember when I we seen it? it I said be done. I text man I text y'all in the, in the in the in our group chat and said buy NBA. Hey, this dude text us man. This dude text us at one in the morning saying the NBA was done. I said and I'm thinking I'm like they're not about to. I think what, what the biggest decision what went into this was that CBA. I, I honestly think that 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 was the the thing, because mm. Michelle Roberts, who who is if you ever got a chance to listen to her talk, she's very intelligent, and I'm for sure I'm I'm almost 100 percent sure these owners was ready to tear up that CBA. That was probably like yeah, let's go, go ahead and leave so we could tear it up and get a deal that we want, because mm. the owners weren't in favor of the supermax contracts, and that was one of the biggest holds up. I think that would have been in 2011. 2010, when they had the first lockout, that was one of the biggest holdups with super max contracts. So the owners were like, cool, y'all leave. We tearing this thing up. I think the owners were, wi- it seems like the owners were willing in this situation that looked like the bad guy to get rid of them super max contracts and, and a few and a few other things in the in the season. But, every, but everybody's hurting though. So the yeah. owners, it ain't, it ain't like they could just be ha- like, yeah. they, don't, they don't win. They don't. The owners don't win anything because even if like, if they don't play, they're going to lose like you know, uh, TV revenue. Yeah. And even, even when they do play, they're not going to make as much money because they're they can't the fill out the stadium in, in the arena. So it's like the owners are losing either way. Um, but you think, about I think, it, I think it wouldn't be wise for them to like play hard, you know, play hardball with these guys. I think just, they would have played hard just nah. to, to get rid of them Supermax deals. That I, I think they would have, they would have played hardball to get rid of them. It's possible though. It's possible. It's, yeah. I mean, cause at, yeah. at, at, at the end of the day, a lot of these owners, if if the NBA were to just go away, they they'd be fine for life. What do you mean by super max contract? So you like, talking about like LeBron's, like Steph Curry's deal, like Dame's deal, like Royce like Kawhi? Yeah, well, the Kawhi's not on super max. Like Giannis, He's not like Giannis, 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 Giannis yeah. deal, like three hundred million, those type of deals. Yeah, like if you if you stay with your team at that that drafted you, yeah, 
if you stay right. with, so is it, is it if you stay with that well not the team that drafted if you with a specific team for so many years you're eligible for a supermax so like I think oh, Giannis, okay. if Giannis stays with with Milwaukee he can get close to 300 million so mm-hmm. he can take his supermax or he can go try to win an actual championship somewhere go, else he can go somewhere else like Golden State which I think that's where he's going to end up at anyway Golden State in Miami um, he can go somewhere like that, bro. I'm bro, Emmanuel. We finna start getting into some crazy stuff, and Mike finna start saying some outlandish <laughs> things, bro. Giannis to Golden State, bro. We can get into we can we can we can talk about that later. Uh, in, in a few. Uh, so to, so to close it out, um, I just close out this this segment. I think um, some valid points were very made uh, were made. Um, I'm I'm I want to I'm just curious to see what happens next. Um. Specifically with the NFL when they talk about protests, because that's an interesting situation to me too. Um, Bro, do y'all honestly think the NFL season is going to happen? I think they're going to start. I think they're going to start. I don't know. I think they're going to start. Um, I don't think. But why wouldn't why why wouldn't they go forward though? I like what what would be stopping them? I think with the NFL, it's so it's such a big risk because you think about travel parties. You're talking about fifty three players. Talking about twenty coaches. No. You're talking no. about, you know, all your other people. So you're looking at like close to 100 people per travel party. They are going to play, Mike. I think it's going to start. We are talking. No, no, no. We are talking about the National Football League. I'm not, I'm not saying they're not going to play. I said they're going to start. I'm just. They give a they, damn about the road. They don't. Up. Let me tell you something. We finna have y'all sign these waivers. So if you get the Rona, you got to quarantine. Times, yeah, you got to quarantine 14 days, and, and you're automatically – maybe they'll put like a suspend, – you're suspended for two games, whatever they got to do. These dudes are going to play. I, I, they're going to have I a traveling bubble, man. I believe it's going No, they're not. I believe it's going to start. I'm not, I don't know if it's going to They have to put something in place, man. There's, they got to put something no in place. Way. There's no way they can finish the season, bro. I don't, like they, can, can, so, I'm going to tell you all something. So, Mike and Jamal, y'all know I play semi-pro football right now. Okay? Here. There has been so many games just here alone that people I ain't been out there to play. My wife won't let me, but <laughs> but there has been so many games where people are just trying to have these games just to play, even though everything is shut down. Utah, the whole there's a whole football league open in Utah right now. Oh, high so I high school ball in Utah. So so I don't what? see like like the NFL, bro. I don't see that them. They're so money driven. I do think they have a plan in place though for COVID. I don't. I don't think that I, they might. They might not have been very vocal about it, but I do think they got something in place for COVID. I don't think they're just going to be out here just all willy nilly, just letting the players play and risking getting their family sick. I don't think. I don't think they've been very vocal about it, but I do think there's got to be players that have had these concerning had these concerns with the powers that be. You know what I'm saying? There's no way like we all just expect it to come out here. That sounds. It sounds good. It it sounds like I a just, lot of wishful thinking. I, I, it sounds I just like don't, a lot of wishful thinking. I just don't. I just don't see it. I don't see it finishing right now, bro. Historically, when has the NFL cared about its players? Never. Just historically, they like don't. Tell, they tell, don't. tell me they, a time where the NFL was like they just went above and beyond to protect their players. And that's my point, Emmanuel. That's my point. That's why they I haven't done it. They're going to finish this season and they're going to start it and they're just going to make every all these players if they want to play. They're going to give you an option to opt out. You oh, don't man, have to play. You, you, yeah, you're yeah, supposed to have to opt yeah, out. Yeah, you, 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 you have you had that option. So now if you're playing, sign this waiver, say you're okay with the risk, and y'all finna go play. But y'all really don't think they got some type of 
plan in place? Like, I mean, like what? Like, like what? They, they private planes. They already filed pri- private planes. They already what they 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 got to stay in certain quarantine hotels and they can't leave the hotels. Like, what do you? There's too many teams and too many players on the teams. To Mike's point, but they got they got the money. They, they, they got endless amount of bread. Like they don't. Emmanuel just said it's it. Not, it's not endless, bro. It's not endless. <laughs> <laughs> it's not endless, especially especially if you can't fill up a stadium of eighty thousand people exactly nine times a year. That's a lot of money. Bad. That's not Merch. like that's where the money comes from. You come hey, from TV y'all... contracts, and you these come billion from... dollar owners. Hey, you been? They got endless bread. Emmanuel, you've been to one of these new stadiums. You've been to um the Bay to Santa Clara, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. didn't seen that team stored in there. You didn't seen all of that. Just all it, bro. It's just sitting like, there now. <laughs> it's just you gotta understand Collecting how dust. much money they make on a Sunday, bro. Yeah. Like they're they're pulling in probably a hundred mil. Bro, I think back. Well, to maybe, 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 maybe not hundred. Maybe like like uh like thirty or forty. I don't know. You the, you might be you tickets. might be close to a hundred hey, mil, bro. Think, it might. Be I don't close. know because it's, it's it's a lot of people in there, bro, and everybody's right. buying merch. Everybody's overpaying for beer. Everybody's overpaying for all that food. Mm-hmm. Parking is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, and there is like eighty thousand people. Bro, I think back to when I went to AT and T Stadium when I took my dad down there. Oh my god, bro, I ain't gonna hold y'all. I paid a thousand dollars for tickets. I paid about forty bucks <laughs> just for some little food. Mm-hmm. You go look at that merch store. Ooh, I want a jersey, hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. I want a shirt too. Well, I got the jersey. I gotta have a hat. So yep. we're talking about two hundred dollars in merch. Yep. And I saw parents in there with three, four kids yep. snatching up them kid jerseys and hats. I'm like, bro. I went back to that, and I went back through there just to leave. Like, I, like our 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 seats was so, bro. We was like on the fifty, like five rows from the field. I, I was living my best life, bro. So, bro, so. We yeah, had to go, go through the team store. That team store was dang near empty. And I, I said, is this like this every week? She said, oh, yeah. We're getting ready to stock. We know we're going to stock after every game is over. Because then on that, during the week, they do tours. So during the week, they got people here going through on tours. He's like, yeah, we pretty much sell out, you know, three, four times a week of everything. That's what I'm tours. saying. They they need this TV money. Well, yeah. They do. They really do. I'm and, y'all, and y'all was talking about the owners. Oh, they're not going broke. It's not about the owners going broke. It's about the business going broke. The owner personally isn't going to go broke. No. But if the business is underwater, then they're going to cut ties on that business Quick. and they're going to write it off as a loss. Just but like, like the Blazers, how they, mm. they cut all those people recently. Yeah. The owner ain't broke, but but the organization is broke. Yeah. When so if the organization is broke, then the organization stops. Yeah. <laughs> Period. I'm, I'm, I, if they finish the season, I'll be surprised. I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you that. I will. Yeah, I'll man. be surprised. But like so, right now they're they propose to not play or not propose to play with no fans, right? Some teams are. It's it's a team by team decision. So I believe. So some uh, teams are gonna have fans, and some teams are gonna have empty stadiums. Correct. And they're covering, and it's another thing to make money. They're covering the first ten rows or whatever, and they're selling advertising space. Yeah. So I believe um, America's quote unquote team, the Cowboys, they're gonna have like twenty percent. Occupancy in the stadiums. Um, so do y'all do y'all care about people dying? Just straight up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. So if if you literally care about people dying, like you should be you should be boycotting the NFL. Like this is the most dangerous. Like week after week after week, if you put them dudes on the field with each other, 
and you got them traveling all over the country and you got fans coming from all over to come together to to be in close quarters and spread COVID like crazy. We've been trying to, we've been quarantined and we've been keeping distance from each other for the past however many months to stop the spread. The NFL season, all it's going to do is increase the spread, period. The same yeah, way I don't... That, same way that these marches did when people come together on a march. Just mm-hmm. imagine a march in 20 cities every yeah. week in close... Come on, man. In, in, in perfect, yeah, I don't, I don't think... NFL fashion, they didn't prepare. Yeah, so, and that's my thing. I don't think they should play unless, to Jamal's point, they have a plan in place. If they're just saying... I'm just I'm so me saying that they're gonna play is not me speaking like I'm excited for them playing. Okay. I'm just stating a, a, a fact that the NFL, to your point, has never done anything for the actual players. So to think that they're not going to play because of this virus when there's still so much stuff opening up, I just don't see it happening. But they should not they should not be playing if they don't have a if they don't have a plan in place like the NBA. They should not be playing. Yeah, and they don't. No, they don't. It's it. it's <laughs> they don't have a bubble. It's, it's clear as day they don't. Oh, they say they might have one for the playoffs. What? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I said, oh, okay. So if we get there, uh, my thought was that I, the NFL. I don't watch a lot of NFL anymore. Anyway, it's just it didn't got boring. I mean, it got predictable for the most part. Everything looks the same. I had already made a decision of I'm not finna watch my, my favorite team play the Washington football team until Daniel Snyder is gone because that dude need to be out of there. They need to do him like they did Donald Sterling. They need to get him out of there. But that's not going to happen. I don't. I can't see myself watching a lot of football this year anyway. Bro, this is my first year not doing fantasy football since 2002. Whoa. Mine too. Mine yeah. too since 2000. Mine been since 2011. Yeah. yeah. Yep started in high school when it really just started popping off like in the in the early 2000s and uh and I'm not playing because I already know if they like I didn't I really didn't expect them to really go go forward because it's just too many moving pieces and the way that baseball is going and how many people was getting COVID mm-hmm. from baseball like they're already socially distanced and they're getting COVID yeah like a nigga in left field a nigga on third base is nowhere but they're getting COVID yeah because they're they're in the locker room, they're in the clubhouse. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, and they're they're going out when they go from city to city, and they're going to clubs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's a small team of like twenty people or thirty mm-hmm. people. Twenty three. Football, of course, is fifty three plus all the staff. So I'm thinking, if they get in COVID, how is the NFL going to play? You know. And, and to Jamal's point, I was I've been sitting back these last few weeks waiting for the NFL to say we're playing. This is our plan. I was waiting on that, and I ain't seen that. I'm like, well, we two weeks away from the season. We we ain't gonna see no plan. They ain't gonna say, "Oh, we got a whole plan." I'm like, nah, you don't you don't go from no plan that we got a plan for, you know, fifty three times thirty with thirty two. And then and then, bro. So, like with with them not having a real preseason, them not having a real no. having real rookie camps, mini camps, um, they have little to no preparation. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that cats is gonna be hella out of shape. Oh yeah. And also, you haven't been able to work out the same just because of everything had been shut down. So, like, your offseason, everything got disrupted. Mm-hmm. So, Cass is going to be out of shape. They haven't had a preseason. You know how many injuries happened in the preseason? Man. Mm-hmm. And so, during the regular season, it's going to be hella injuries. So, you got injuries and you got COVID. So, like, there's going to be so many people that are hurt or sick 
like the product on the field is going to be trash. It's going to be replacement players. It's going to be bad, bro. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, man, it, I was like, it, just the just projecting what the season is going to look like. It already seems like it's going to be it's going to be whack. Hey man, yeah. I, hope, I hope the Rock is taking notes and he got something for us for next spring because that probably is going to be the, the Rock. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, but that league that league is smaller though. That league isn't as big. You I know hope what I'm he's saying? There's notes and put a competitive thing on 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 the field for us next year. But there's only there's only eight and there's only eight teams in the XFL. Hey man, you know what I mean? If it's competitive, I'll watch it. But this NFL ain't it. No, no, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, they would probably even have a way to, to play because there's only eight teams. Yeah, yeah, they can. Control, you know what I mean? Like, how many? One city. That that's what I'm saying. That's that's only so if if we being real, that's four games, right? Yeah, eight teams. That's four games on on whatever day that that they play. You can you can you can do that. Quarantine everybody in in one city. Mm-hmm. In one hotel, quarantine everybody and just play games, four games in one day. Yeah. We didn't see. I didn't. I didn't see that personally happen. No, yeah, it, it's it's very possible with the XFL. Um, just the the NFL is too big. Yeah. Well, with that being said, if they are in fact going to finish the season, um, as a, a Cowboy fan, is there, are, is there anything you're you were looking forward to see, excited to see, um, with the Cowboys or anybody else in in the league? Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm I'm always excited to see my Cowboys play. It seems like we always do the right moves in the offseason, and then something happens. Uh, somebody gets hurt. Um, so lately, somebody gets suspended. Um, <laughs> Y'all been good on that front though this year, you know. Uh, well, well, no, well, so far. But last year, Zeke was suspended. Remember? Yeah, but he got suspended for his actions prior to the year starting. Yeah, yeah didn't but that's what I'm saying. Him? It was still, but he, huh? Didn't he, like, slap a girl or something like that? Yeah, he was out there in Cancun a while. He did hey, something. He got, seen he, that. But he got suspended for, like, yeah, six he, games he or something. For, wait, I think it ended up being, what, four, four or five? It was four games. Yeah, he ended up only getting four. I thought it they mm. originally They originally imposed in six. Guys, but still. He, uh, he um, went, went. Yeah, they, they, made they made it four. Yeah. Um, so, you think this, so you think this is the, the year for the Cowboys? Man, I'm so man. Um, now, Emmanuel, for your, um, for your I mean, this is where it's about to get real unpopular, bro. Um, okay. As we start talking about Wait, the Cowboys. Wait, because we're talking about the Cowboys? Exactly. <laughs> we're talking about the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, this nasty. is where it's about to get real unpopular. <laughs> bro, what What <laughs> have I ever said, said besides factual statements, especially in regards to my team? Because I have to be able to back it up. That is a fact. Go ahead. Right. Man, my biggest thing with the Cowboys, man. You're a Panthers fan. I don't want to hear it. No, I, I, I'm, I'm still able to have my opinion. All I'm saying is that I hear this year after year, bro. Yeah, but you, you keep trying to and pick I up. Want, I didn't want the Cowboys to do I didn't want the Cowboys to do good. But they yeah. always find a way to Mike, end. you see what he's doing? You you, you see you see what, what you doing? see you see what Jamal's doing? I think he's trying to doing? He, he's doing the opposite of what Cam Newton did in the Super Bowl. He's trying to pick it up. Wow. He's trying to pick up previous year's conversations. We're talking about this next year. That's fine. I think That's can, fine. I think we can. I, all I'm saying is that oh, we've been to the Super Bowl. When's the last time y'all been to the Super Bowl? Jamal, what does that what does that mean? What does that what does that mean? I, I, I hey, hey, you said you said we talking facts, right? So let's let's talk facts. Let's yeah. talk facts. Yeah. So what I and what I'm talking I'm talking about. 
the you said coming coming up this year. Yeah, so, I feel oh, like so three things you feel like the Cowboys did that make them. Hold on, he he didn't answer. He didn't answer oh. Jamal's question. I'm still trying. I'm waiting for that. What was, it, what was Jamal's question? I need to turn my volume up. I don't know if I missed that. What was your question? <laughs> what was your question, Jamal? He said, "When was the last time the Cowboys was in the Super Bowl?" No, it's been the Super Bowl. Oh, that. Yep, that's that was a question. Yep. That that was that was that was a rhetorical question. He wasn't looking for me to answer that question. He ain't gotta, here's the thing, man. You ain't got to answer because we all know the answer to it. You feel me? Oh, okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I, was, I thought, I thought my asked, headphones went out because I know he you asked, asked the question asked, and I didn't he hear asked, the answer. He asked a rhetorical <laughs> question, and the question that was asked to me was by Mike, which I'm going to speak to right now, which, number <laughs> number one, the Cowboys on paper have probably, the I want to say, the second best offense in the league on paper. On from paper. O, On paper. From O-line. Two receivers, our running back is arguably the best in the league. And if Dakota Prescott hey. it, it will show up and deliver the rock, we'll be all right on the offensive side. Defensive is side. His, is that his real name? Yeah. Yeah. That's a damn shame. <laughs> so <laughs> so this is my only issue with, with the Cowboys. Number one, I was worried about um us losing Byron Jones. I was worried about that. And we, like you said, we have no preseason. We can't see Anthony Brown perform. I don't know. He's super, he's, he's good, but is he Byron Jones? I don't know. And then uh, our, uh, one of our defensive linemen just got hurt um, and, and is out for the rest of the season. Who's that? Hold on. I wrote it down in my notes. Hold on. It wasn't Zach, Zach Martin. No, defensive line. Oh, defensive line. Oh, um, he's gone. They, they cut him. They, they cut him. We cut him because he got hurt. Yeah, they cut him. Um, I just forgot. He got drafted right after Sue. You know, you know, whatever. I'm trying to remember his name, bro. And it was uh, – it wasn't Randy Gregory, was it? No. I, I think he's still on. He got kicked uh, not, off. Not Hardy. Uh, McCoy. Jerry McCoy. McCoy, Gerald McCoy, yeah. I, I, I thought, I thought, uh, what's his name was still on the roster. I don't know. I haven't heard nothing about him. Um, what's his name? The dude I just said. Um, um, Gregory. Yeah. Yeah, he's still there. Damn, damn, they ain't cut him yet. That's what I'm saying. I thought he was still there. He's still. He, he's, he, he, he's, he's there. (laughs) But, but, but our linebacking core and our defensive line, absolute with with Gerald McCoy was absolutely ridiculous. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I mean, y'all see, y'all heard my projections. We talked about this on like the first couple episodes. We went through game by game for our teams and we did the record and the Cowboys this year will win 11 games. If the season goes on, we have an easy schedule this year, not necessarily to the point that the Cowboys are so much better than everybody. But if you look at the schedule, our schedule is not hard at all. I got them going 79, not because of football related reasons, but because you want to make a bet. Because of off the field, uh, issues. you want to make a bet? That's 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 we're not betting, man. It's off the it's, it's off the field. J- Jamal, so get you sit back there because when we get on these Panthers, I want the ain't same get, energy you ain't got. Nothing to get on. What, what, exactly. What can you say? Well, let's let's get on these Panthers right now. So Jamal, before we we the we, we, we the rebuilding stage. So man. You, you got Matt Rule is here. I'm I'm surprised they went with Matt Rule. Honestly, um, what's your three keys that you saw this offseason that make you feel like? The Panthers gonna make some noise this year. 
nothing, nothing, and nothing. <laughs> First of all, let me talk. I don't think they're gonna make. I don't think they're gonna make a much noise. Like, and we all know that they're in the, they're in the rebuilding stages. You know what I'm saying? Two wins. We got chill. I don't think we. I will get more than that. Two, I, two I think we get about. Who's the quarterback? Four or five. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, Teddy. Okay. okay. Yeah. And, and they back up is uh, the XFL dude, uh, PJ uh, Is that his name? Something like that. But all of them, we got in the draft, we got seven defensive players. So, you know, Matt Rule is a defensive guy. So that's just, that's what he kind of wants to, you know what I'm saying, kind of get better first. So we, we just going to see. We're going to see what he can do. I don't... Oh, so you saying y'all not scoring no points this year, too? That's why y'all only scoring two, getting two games. They did lock up Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, they did lock we, exactly. For, for, the, for the future, for the long term. So, like I said, we're in the rebuilding oh, stages, man. I'm not man. expecting us to make a, make, a, make a lot of noise as of yet. But we can get back to, there. Y'all finna try to get Cam back after this year. <laughs> no, we're not. Hey, man. Now we yeah, got, yeah, you will. We, 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 we got to talk to these. Nine. I don't really care about the Cowboys or the Panthers. I want to I want to hear about these 49ers, bro, because I watched <clears> that Super Bowl, and I believe I was about 30 seconds from texting you congratulations last year, bro. Mm. I'm not going to hold you. I was ready to hit that button. Until, until, until Tyree Hill caught that deep ball, and he was like, hold on. After that, it was after that second pick, but then they didn't go score. I said, ooh, wait a minute. We got a game here. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us about your Niners, bro. If you know, if, if this season happens, don't happen. What, what, what are your thoughts about the offseason? I guess my first question, is Jimmy G the guy? Oh, Jimmy's definitely the guy. He's okay. definitely the guy. Did you see his stat line last I year? I did see his stat line. I did see his stat Amazing. line. Yeah, his rating was up there. He's like top 10. You know what? Um. Wasn't Dakota Prescott hired him? We're not talking correctly? about the Cowboys. We talked about them. Oh, already. I, 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 my bad. My bad. I just had just had to. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, man. My fault. What was the What was the record for the Cowboys last year? Can somebody remind me of that? <sighs> we ended right where y'all ended at home. Not no, that, for that. no. What was the record? And this this is not rhetorical. I really want to know because I'm trying to remember how many games y'all won. Because you, because I remember. Nine. Cause I had, cause I had Dak Prescott in fantasy football, so he he helped me to a championship. You guys won nine games, even even when I well in fantasy he did great. Even when he we did lost, great in fantasy. <laughs> even when even when we lost, he was doing great. Yeah, because well, what happened with the Cowboys? I remember in fantasy, I loved Dak because y'all would always be down, and then you would have, have to throw the ball. the ball at the end of the game mm-hmm. because you would be down. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. weren't a good team. So I see. I, I, I really, see. I, I really see what you're trying that. to do. I see what you're trying to do here. I no, see, I see. Finish, didn't the Cowboys finish eight late last year? No, no, they were. I think he said nine and seven. He said nine and seven. Yeah, we had I, we had nine wins. Yeah, they won nine games and they made it to the playoffs. Right. Okay. Did they? Uh, did, make uh, did we make it to the you wild know, card? You know they didn't make it. To yeah, the we playoffs. did. <laughs> Oh, I look, look, I only pay attention. I thought to we made we, we made it to football. the we made it to the wild card game. I pay attention to the Niners. I don't oh, really pay attention to teams that don't win that, that many games. Because I don't I don't really have time. Because like when I when I go on Yahoo Sports and I look at the standings, I look at like the top two or three teams and then everybody else under Oh that. no. So I I'm mistaken. We did not win that game versus the Eagles. Yeah, they so that put eight, the yeah, so that That's put the Eagles eight, nine bro. and seven, and then we finished. We finished eight and eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys we finished solid so, average, so, real real average team. That's yeah. good. We were definitely finished average. I mean, yeah. And then before the year before, we were nine and seven. So Dak, so Dak, that's Prescott's the year. Team Dak Prescott's team was eight and eight. 
Okay. What was Jimmy Garoppolo's team's uh, record? Do you do you, do we have any official numbers on that? You talking about last year? Y'all was thirteen yeah. and three. You talking about last year, right? Okay, yeah, okay. I, I, I was gonna say fourteen, but 13, I don't think that was because of Jimmy. Sounds about right. Okay, but yeah, man, Jimmy. Y'all Jimmy had the best amazing. defense of, in, in the league, bro. Jimmy, Jimmy was amazing. Uh, our defense is still amazing. We just picked uh, up. We just picked up Josh Gordon. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, wait, wait, we what? Drafted, yeah, you ain't, you ain't know that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. We got breaking news here today. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you ain't know that. Yeah, we Whoa. picked up. Josh it's cool yeah it's just low-key we we make moves on you know on the low we don't really got it it's just it's greatness you know when when you have a team that has won as many championships and you're accustomed to winning and you're accustomed to being upper echelon like you don't have to be loud and brash about what you can do. i say unpop can i say unpop real quick oh go can ahead unpop real quick go ahead the seahawks is winning that division that's not unpopular the Seahawks just see, signed like Jamal Adams. That's a very that's a they're gonna. They be are winning. Enough. They are winning that division, not the Niners. That's cool. You might yeah. be right. You might be right. But I just now I will say the 49ers are ridiculous. I don't want to play them <laughs> because their defense is so good. But as far as when it comes to Jimmy G, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that that team was that good because of him. If right. that makes sense, I think it was that defense. That defense was was absolutely ridiculous. And as you can see, the only team to really blow that up was KC with Tyreek Hill and Miko Hardman that got four three forties. So, but but I don't know, man. We gonna we gonna see where them 49ers go. But I mean, it it does make sense. Um, just as a fan that's been watching them before Jimmy got there. All we did was lose. Period. That's true. That's all we did. We just we lost. We we would lose by three to six points every game. With Cap, with uh, who was Alex that? Smith? Alex Smith. No, no, we, we won with Alex, but um, Cap came after Alex, and then who who was the other man? We picked up some weak dude. Like he was a quarterback for the Jaguars. I want to say, I don't know, but he was a backup. But like we we lost with those guys, and then we got jimmy and all we did was win jimmy came into a great no he didn't situation no he didn't you're receiving we were receiving court was fast we were no 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 you gotta you gotta be so if we talking facts let me spit some facts blaine gabbert blaine gabbert blaine gabbert trash so let me let me let me let me spit some facts so when jimmy g played what was it three years ago when he when we traded for him from uh New England, he was still sitting, you know, it was midseason, week six or something like that. And they didn't want to bring him in midseason. So we were playing Blaine Gabber and I think some other rookie dude or something like that. And then we were like one and eight or oh and nine, something crazy. And he won as soon as he came in, he won the last five games of the season. We were trash. Okay. We were straight trash, but then when he came in, we won games. And then two years ago, we were like one and one, and then he got hurt game three, and then we lost the rest of the season. When Jimmy G wasn't playing, when Nick Mullins took over, you didn't you didn't hear about 49ers defense. You know what I mean? When CJ Beathard took over, you didn't hear about the 49ers defense. You, you understand what I'm saying? So we went two and 14, three and 13. 
And then we got the number one pick because we were trash. Last year, Jimmy G plays every game. The only addition that we had was Nick Bosa and D4. And two, oh, no, Rich, he was there before that. He was, he, was, he was there before that. Okay. So we, we add Nick Bosa and we add um, D Ford, two great additions. But also now we have Jimmy Garoppolo playing quarterback. Now Jimmy Garoppolo plays every game and we win 13 games. We were trash two years ago. Last year we're the best team in football because Jimmy G is that quarterback. So that's a fact, bro. And another fact that I know about the Cowboys is that y'all been eight and eight? No, past four or five years. No, that's not that's not correct. Last year we won our division with ten wins. Last year y'all had ten. You just told me y'all went eight and eight. And, and nope, I just I I, I I I just stat checked twenty nineteen season. We were ten and six. Okay, no, okay. I just I'm fa- it's on my screen right here. Twenty nineteen, bro. That's what we lost. You, I was, you, you just told me eight was, and eight, and now you just changed. I, was, I got it. Right it's all. I'm literally looking at Cowboys finish 2018. 2018. 2018. 2018. 2018. Okay, cool. And then before yeah. that, and then before that, I think y'all was at eight and eight. I think that's what y'all average. You, I think you guys average an average. No, I before that, nine. before that, we were nine and seven. Jason Garrett. Oh, before, nine and seven. My bad. Nine okay. and seven. Every year that so that Dak is the, the year that we went ten and six. The year we went ten and six. I'm pretty sure I can fa- I can try to fact check this too. But mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott was the number one running back in the league. I'm pretty probably, sure. Those Tony Romo. Those Tony Romo this, years when y'all was out no, in the yeah, it was oh. exactly. It was it, post Tony Romo. I would think we had what this last year, and maybe I think it was just this last year. We was only Dak Prescott hasn't been eight and eight yet until this last year. But my point, but my <laughs> but my point, my point is we have to get to what we do best, which is we run the ball very well. We have a stupid O line. Mm-hmm. This year is going to look a little different because our O line, but we've never struggled with O linemen in the Cowboys ever. Like ever in the history of the franchise, if you're worried about anything, you're not worried about the O line. Ever. I think with the Cowboys, well, two things. One with the 49ers, bro. Y'all going you're gonna love having Jordan Reed. Oh, for, if he can stay healthy, he, he'll if be he, fine. He, he'll be fine. Players leave uh, Washington. Players leave Washington playing for Daniel Snyder. They get fine. He'll be fine. Okay. Trust me. All he'll right. Be fine. <laughs> he, he gets him, concussed every him, season. Concussed. Him and George Kittle. They they if, if they should have a lot of fun. Oh, for sure. Shanahan, you know how to draw up some plays, oh, yeah. too. So. And then you got old boy from Arizona State. I forget his last name. First name, Brandon. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, yeah, that dude is a 4-2. I know he timed him at a 4-3, but I've seen him run a 4-2-40. He's, okay. he's going to burn some defenses. Cowboys, yeah. they're going to miss Trevor Frederick, Trevor, Travis Fredrickson. Travis Frederick. Frederick, excuse me, a lot. Yeah. I think they're going to miss him a lot this year, and I think they're going to struggle. But like I told you, Dak. Prescott, he was hurt. He was hurt though, bro. Dak Prescott is not interested in playing for the Cowboys without a contract. Yeah, I, I was about to say, bro. I like that's, w- gonna, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a problem. In in all reality, if I'm not like not being um, just like argumentative for the sake of it, like the Cowboys, like you said, y'all look really good on paper, especially offensively. 
with uh, CeeDee Lamb. Um, mm-hmm. Amari Cooper. What's the, Amari Cooper, who, who, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. Gallup. Gallup is the truth, bro. Yeah. To me, Gallup is the best receiver on that on that roster. Um, mm. Yeah, that that, that might be I like be Gallup unpopular. a lot, but I don't know. That, I don't that know. might be unpopular, bro. But in my opinion, <laughs> when, when he's healthy, bro, I what I've seen him do, I think he's better than Mark, in my opinion. But well, that's yeah. tough. That's yeah. tough. But look, but what, what I'm saying is, y'all got him. Y'all got uh, y'all got uh, who's around Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Um, Tony that, Tony Polar Tony Polar is still behind him. Well, that, that don't matter. But that's nice. Cool. Yeah, he's cool. He he had a good game against the Dolphins, who everybody ran over. But anyway, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Tua Tonga Valoa, baby. Tua so, the Dolphins back. Go ahead. So, uh, my on offense, bro, you guys do look amazing. <laughs> I will say though, unfortunately, you're the owner of your team. He don't want to pay the quarterback. He don't want to protect his most valuable asset. And so because of that reason, that's the reason why y'all don't go as far as y'all could because the quarterback is not secure. Jerry is extremely disrespectful for not paying Dak because Dak has done nothing but Big facts. good things and hold the team down since he's been there. Yeah, even, so, I mean, even for him to, Jerry. for him to, for him to be yeah, able to, Jerry, to lead the team that. and win some games without Ezekiel Elliott, like that changes a lot. Like it, it, just a game plan. If you don't have to worry about Zeke because Zeke's not playing, and you only got to worry about like, come on, bro. So I'm just like, I, I felt like we talked about this before. I felt like Dax should get what he asked for, and and he deserves it. Um, we don't we don't really know what's going on at all. I don't think anybody really knows. There was rumors that he was offered something, but he wanted this part to be higher. And, he would the contract was good, but he wanted the years to be this. Like, there's all types of rumors out there about contracts, but I don't know. I, I, I don't think that um, Dak Prescott is the type of guy that it's going to. He's going to prove that he needs the money, um, and he might leave because of that and go somewhere else. That somebody that's going to you know see his value and see his worth before I have to show you. Um, but I don't. I don't feel like this year. Um, is necessarily going to affect his effectiveness. Oh, I think I think it de- I think I think it definitely is because I think about Earl Thomas. I think about the way he departed Seattle with a middle finger <laughs> because he wanted his Ooh. money. Yeah, he wanted his money. They wouldn't pay him, but his boys, you know, who was I guess that would have been uh, Richard Sherman was still there, um, Cam Chancellor, those guys. They talked him into coming back. He says, "Cool." Was that Monday Night Football? Boom, done. Mm-hmm. Potentially career, mm-hmm. and I think about stuff like that. I don't think Dak is going to be so – like those those coverage sacks, he ain't going to be taking them. He might close his eyes and throw it up like Eli Manning. Like, I don't I don't see him willing to, put, mm. willing to put his body on the line as much for this team. Like, yeah, I'm getting $34 million this year, but what about next year? Especially when he wasn't making no break. He was on what, fourth round, third round pick, third, fourth round pick. When we know they don't make a whole lot of money, I think that's going to be the issue that's going to hold them up. On paper, they look great. I mean, he's he's getting a good chunk for his uh for his franchise tag though this year. Yeah, th- yeah this year, but we mm-hmm. talking about future. No, for sure, he yeah. want he want that long he want term. That he want, he want that and I think that's probably a conversation that because to your to your guys' point, the Cowboys we haven't even been to. It'd be different if we're talking about somebody that just took us to, um, you know the. Super Bowl or the game before the Super Bowl. It'd be different if you're talking about a quarterback that led you there. 
But when you're still only seeing, you know, about our, our roster say it shouldn't be, but average records nine and seven is average to me still eight and eight. I mean, 10 and six is good, but he took y'all to the NFC championship, didn't he? No, they lost, no. They lost to the Rams. No, 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 yeah. no, no. NFC championship. Didn't y'all play against the, uh, the Falcons that one year? Nope. That was the Rams. We lost to the Rams, bro. Dallas ain't been there. Dang, y'all was nice one year. I feel like y'all went to the with NFC. Dak Prescott when Zeke was with the Dak. number one running back in the league. Yes, bro. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't go to the NFC Championship that year. Nope. Nope. Oh. Nope. Okay. Now we needed to get get to the NFC Championship by winning that game, mm-hmm. but we didn't. We didn't end up pulling it out, and it was just like I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. It's just it's something to I, be I see said it from about. both sides. It's something to be said though. Like if we, if we seriously talking the difference between Jimmy and Dak, it's something to be said when your owner don't believe in your quarterback. He, but but we talking about Jerry. I don't think Jerry Jones really. Jerry Jones is show me what you can do. I don't yeah, care what state he, the team. Is I know, in. but he don't believe in him though. He cashed out Zeke. Uh, he cashed out Jalen Smith. Uh, Smith. He cashed out the receiver Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, yep. He cashed out to people that he believe in. He don't believe in Dak for a reason. I think he thinks he he thinks it's to me. It seems like Dak is replaceable. Like we can get we can get Cam Newton and yeah, and we we can do this and we can do the same thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what it's outside looking. That's what it seems like. But I mean, Dak Dak's brother got on. But that but that yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. It goes to my point too. He do you guys me, think Dak is replaceable though? I think so. I mean. With who right now? What what quarterbacks right now? Like Cam, Cam Newton, Newton would be Cam great. Newton, he would he would go in but there. My, but, the, but my biggest thing zone. is like, if Dak is already showing you that I can do this, why why are you? Well, why are you thinking about replacing him in the first place? It's a business, bro. If you're not showing us, what's the business? Superb contribution. Mm-hmm. We're talking about you are leading this team. Like when we don't have Zeke. You're you're the guy that even if we don't have Zeke, you are elite. Like we win in this game, and it's in your hands. Until he <laughs> shows that, mm. this is yeah. what that that's why we're here. So yeah. now let's franchise let's franchise tag him for this year. Mm. Let's franchise tag him. That if you go out and show us that you're that guy, we're gonna pay you. Mm. If not, Cam Newton's in, in New England right now on a one year contract. So you don't think Dak showed enough? Like from right your now, person, like from from you from you being a fan, I I think Dak is cold. I think he's really good. But if we're but talking, do you think about, he's enough to to get the money? Yeah, I said that. I said he deserves the money. But from a business standpoint, if I'm the owner, and you're trying to get your team back to a championship, the Cowboys are a, are a great dynasty. Just over the in the nineties, we ain't been nothing as of what the last fifteen years, but. But I'm just saying, like, the Cowboys is a great dynasty. Cowboys, Pittsburgh, Niners, the dynasty, the team, the franchise, they're great. So if you're trying to get your team back to that point, you're real critical about that's why. But I don't understand why what he's seen in Tony Romo that he don't see in Dak. That's what I'm saying. It ain't the color. It ain't the (laughs) color. It's not. It's not. It's not that, man. No, I, but I, th- I think I think I know what he sees because I've seen it. 
just vaguely just watching red zone and, and uh fantasy football stuff just following Dak. So I noticed that Dak he has great stats, but he get his stats in garbage time. Yep. You know, so Ooh. when the pressure when the pressure is off Dak, he does mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. When the pressure is on Dak, he does not do that well. Dak plays well at home. I noticed his numbers would dip on the road. You know what I mean? Ooh. He plays good inside. He doesn't play good outside. You know? And so Dak, if you look at Dak and what he's been given, it's very it's a similar situation to Colin Kaepernick. And I think Jerry has learned from that. If you surround, mm-hmm. if you surround a mobile quarterback with a great running game, a great O-line, and solid defense, you know, that quarterback really doesn't have to do much. But then if that quarterback doesn't have a great running game, and if his O-line isn't A1, He's an average quarterback. The average quarterback, and you get average results. And so I think Jerry knows that. And Jerry is like, I don't want to break the bank for the next four or five years on this guy if I know that I can get average results with uh, Andy Dalton, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Like, you know, Andy for, Dalton. Andy Dalton. Like, if, 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 I, if I'm going to go eight and eight, I might as well pay Andy Dalton as, as opposed to paying Dak. I, so I can, I can understand that because he always surrounds Dak with the best. And Dak hasn't given him what he thinks he should get from with everything that he surrounded him with. So I will say, weird. you give Tony Romo what we got right now, he'll throw five picks in the NFC Championship game. Facts. Mm, but get a win. Almost. Dak Prescott is. <laughs> Dak, Dak Prescott reminds me a lot of Kirk Cousins when he was. In, oh when no! He was, when no, he was in Washington. Colin Kaepernick was a great kind of comparison. When he was in Washington, he put up these. You know, four or five crazy times. numbers, crazy, crazy numbers. Her yeah. cousin put up numbers, and 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 Minnesota was like, he's it. Minnesota said they were a quarterback away from the Super Bowl because Sam, uh, not Sam Bradford, because uh, what's old boy? I forget his name. Couldn't get it. It done. was Sam Bradford, right? It was Sam Bradford, but then um, old boy, he went to University of Houston. I see, I can see his face. Case Keenum, he oh, took Case over. Yeah. He said Minnesota said we're a quarterback away. We finna cash out Kirk Cousins, and where have they been since Kirk Cousins went there? Nowhere yeah. fast. Absolutely nowhere. <laughs> That's crazy because he got a he got a dope run game too. Yep. That's crazy. He's got that they run that wide zone better than anybody mm-hmm. I'd have never seen run wide zone all day yeah. with Dalvin Cook and old boy behind him. And now they done ran off Stefan Diggs. So we'll, we'll see what happens in Minnesota. Yeah, hey man, before we wrap this thing up, we're gonna we're gonna we're end up with the, with the, with the bubble. Um, Minnesota, not Minnesota. Excuse me. Walk you up by seventeen. So it looks like they finna they finna head on to the to the next round. Um, second round of playoffs starting this starting soon here. Um, what y'all thinking? What y'all what y'all see? What of y'all anything surprised you in the first round? Nope. Nothing. I'm not talking Aww. to you. Oh, I thought you were talking to all of us. No, specifically just Jamal and Emmanuel. Mike, can I ask you can I ask you a question real quick, Mike? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so go ahead with your so when we were talking about predictions, the only one so far that I've have not gotten right is the Denver Utah series. That's been I thought I thought Denver was going to handle Utah, and it has been. It looks like the other way around. Hey, and speaking, let me apologize to the, to the uh, um, what's his name Donovan Mitchell. 
because I was like, yo, he ain't it. Yeah, you was talking yeah, bad. I you did that. I, I definitely you was, was talking you real was bad. I, def I definitely was, was like, wild. I don't think he the guy y'all people think he is. Then when he he's he he not a superstar. He, I still don't think. Hey, he, I, don't, he I would. Do I wouldn't right say he's. I would, not, I would not say he is a superstar. That's was a lie. Forty two or forty eight? I said he wasn't. No, he gave Mike like fifty. He gave. It was like fifty seven. Oh, was it fifty? He gave, it was something. It he was gave something. Yeah, it's like 57. It was something he gave Mike godly. 57. It was something godly. It definitely was. And that I, was for you, Mike. That was definitely for, that me. for you. Hey, keep it up. I, I, I'm loving it. Keep it up. I thought I said what I said because throughout this season, I thought him and Mike Conley would be one of the best backcourts in the league. And they just Mike really, Conley, man, really they just went hidden. But now he didn't woke up. He didn't went had a baby. Maybe he maybe he's this year's Fred Van Vliet. He didn't went home. I'm not a big fan of Mike Conley. He didn't man. went home. The baby here, the mom and baby doing good. He back in the bubble. Maybe he's this year's Fred Van Vliet. But man, yeah. Oh, that man, a major apology. So Donovan Mitchell, uh, my bad, bro. So other than that, I don't really see no surprises. It was kind of making me a little nervous the way these Clippers were playing. But Mike, Mike kept him. He kept me, you know, what I'm saying reassured a little bit. I just got PTSD. That's all that is. <laughs> I got PTSD. So I just want to make sure my team is doing what they need to do, man. And after I that last say, game, as long as Paul George comes out and play. Well, KP is done for the year. I don't know if y'all saw that. Oh, yeah. That, that series is – I don't even want – I don't need to touch on that. Yeah, I so, so I will say this. The Clippers kind of uh, – I think that they were going to win, but they got bailed we're out. Going to win. We got bailed out how? Because that guess like series – that series is going seven. With Kristaps and – George and Paul George plays right. I don't care what you're saying. I don't care what you're saying. doesn't matter what Casey does. One at a time, one at a time, gentlemen. One at a time. I don't care what you're saying about the Clippers. When you're when you were watching those games and you seen how they were playing, we're not talking about if, if, if. No, we're talking about what was happening. And what was happening what was – talking about if right now. What are you talking about? Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm talking about if, like, going forward as far as, like, if there was no injuries right now, it was going seven. You're talking about if Paul George would show up and not only score nine. That's different. Paul George has showed that sometimes he don't show up in the playoffs. He showed that in Indiana. I think this year was a little different based off what, what he said. It seemed like this, this, this situation was a little different because he, he, he came out and spoke openly and candidly about what was going on with him in in the bubble situation. He didn't go into great detail, but he's it definitely sounded like he was struggling with, with some – there was something going on where there was mental health or mm -hmm. something else going on or maybe it was, you know, everything that's going on in the world. He he spoke open and candid. He didn't go into detail, but – Lack not, of access yeah. to women. I think, I think that's what Is that what he was trying to say? Yeah, that's what he's trying oh, to say. Oh, okay, with. okay. He should have he went and kicked it. No with, women? He should have went yeah. and kicked it with Lemon Pepper Lou. That's what he should have did. Yeah. Um, there was no women there. Not, it was just wings, baby. <laughs> he, he's not able to sneak them in, and his mental health is going down because. Oh, okay. I thought I thought he was married, but anyway, go ahead. No, he did. No, he did. He did. What, what, what that, that mean? What that mean in NBA, man? Come on now. Come on. True. I'm about to say he is married. <laughs> he's married. To, anyway, but I think what it was with PG. PG was a lot of the players just say that PG was in his own head. Mm -hmm. Like when he wasn't playing well. That was killing him because, like he said, if I'm just playing right, this series would be different. And I'll talk about if, 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 like he just said, if Christoph Porzingis was playing, we will go seven. But 
What I'm saying is if Paul George plays right every game, it won't be it, I don't think it'll be enough. I don't it won't I don't be believe. enough. If if because Dame what Paul, if Dame what, 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 what Paul, like that last year, then I, I think he would be better. <laughs> I'm so matter of fact, Emmanuel. I was I'm so happy you decided to bring that name up. Okay. Oh my god, here we go. Okay. Why tell me why tell you, me why? Tell me why. why why are you saying oh my god? Go ahead. I got the we, button ready. No red, no trip. You can you 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 listen, you you don't have you can't mute me because your team ain't winning. Uh, I told you who my you team is. They, they are you Chicago chilling. They ain't gonna be in the playoffs. Nah, you know, Mike. I don't. I said I'm, I'm, I'm set on my Bulls fan first, but you know I'm what? a Blazer fan too. You know what, Mike? I'm tired of hearing that. that. It's the truth. I'm, I'm tired of hearing it. But listen, listen to me though. Just listen, Linda. Listen. I said it before the series started. We have it on record. We have it recorded, marked down. I said the Lakers in five. Mike's. And question to me was, who is guarding Dane? Mm. Out of my mouth, I said Alex Caruso. Okay, Alex Caruso ain't did nothing to stop Dane yeah. this whole series. That we not finna. Has anybody really stopped Dane? Has anybody really stopped Dane? We ain't finna. Dane like what? We're not finna, finna say Al- Alex Caruso has single handed single handedly stopped Dane. We can no. say some things about what happened. With that, like that, that, game, that ain't it. That's not. That's not it. Go ahead. <laughs> that ain't it, Chief. Mike. That ain't it. You're still. You're still in a little denial. I'm not in denial. <laughs> you're still. You because because it's hard to Alex think Caruso? about. Alex Caruso. There was multiple times when you Alex Caruso. You could have said KCP, and I would have said yeah. Alex Didn't Caruso. Dame get hurt? Hasn't Dame been injured? It that ain't. No. He yeah he he has, but that ain't got nothing to do he, with nothing. He was already he was already nah. not playing good before that. Nah. He was already not yeah. playing good before. He he, he was had all, a bad game the last game, bro. But he was he was doing fine before that though. No, no, he wasn't. The, he he did he, he did fine. He did no. Can, please look up the stats. I'm not talking. Show me. I'm show pulling me him up stats. right now. Show me. Okay, show me. I'll, I'll I'll pull it up. So game what was it? Game three. Uh, game three. Damian Lillard, yeah, 34, 34 points, ten free seven. throws. Seven assists, ten free throws, five rebounds. Bro, we're not gonna talk about free throws and all five, the free throws they didn't gave the Lakers. We'll go ahead. Five ten free throws. throws. But I, I'm talking well, about the free throws. That's I'm part just, of the. Hold on, hold on. That's part, part of the game. game. Okay. Game three, game three. Thirty-four points, seven assists, five rebounds, five for eleven from three-point range. That's game three. All right, we talking facts. Game two. Damian Lillard. Did not have a good game. 18 points, three boards, one assist. Terrible game. Terrible game. Game one. Yeah, 34. Damian Lillard, 34, five and five, six threes. So he had two 34 point games and a game that he scored less than 20. That's so, not so shut my, down. He had, so, one, he had one bad game when he was healthy. But from what I have seen from Damian Lillard and how he just gets buckets from the field, it wasn't happening like that. It was not happening like that, especially when Caruso was guarding him. He made free throws to put him over Ooh. over 30 points the, the last game when he scored, I think it was 32 or 34. Jamal, let the building on that one. Now, bro, I'm, and I'm not, I'm no, not no, saying no, anything because no. Anthony, Anthony, Davis, Anthony Davis had a game to where he had, what, almost 20 free throws or something? Like, like, I understand the free throws are in the game. I'm talking about on the court when they're playing. Like, what Dame usually does to teams, he did not do against the Lakers. 
Alex Caruso did not stop Dame. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna yeah, I'm I'm see you. I'm gonna see. He did a he did a fantastic job guarding Dame, and I'm gonna send you clips this week. I promise you that. You don't need to see. What's a fantastic job? What's a fantastic? What's a fantastic? What's a fantastic job, though? That's like them giving Kawhi MVP in the finals in, of 2015 God. after he guarded LeBron, but LeBron was still averaging a triple double. We talk. We. That's bro. what I'm saying. Like, what's a fantastic job when the man still I, drops 35 points? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to show you. I don't know. I'm going to send the clips. I wish we could just. I wish we were live and we could just play. I can go look and show y'all different scenarios of when it happened. I mean. But he played great on Damian Lillard. He didn't give Dame the space that he usually gets. I, it's, every, it's, hard, every time, it's hard. Every time Caruso was called, it was a tough shot for Dame. Dame didn't get a lot of tough shots over Alex Caruso. And that's a fact. I'm talking a fact. I watched every game. And I, yeah, and, but and that's irrelevant, Alex. When, when the man drops. Wait, when, does, when, does, hold it's on. irrelevant when the man still drops 35, though. Does Alex oh Caruso God. start? No. So no. He doesn't, he doesn't start. He doesn't play no game minutes. game game one. Dame put up mm-hmm. thirty four, so he didn't in in Portland one, so he didn't stop mm-hmm. or shut down Dame. Period. Game one. No, Just, the the no, that, that, the, game that one, first no, game was no, the no hard the, the first game the hard, was the hardest game. He I was put up like, thirty four points in a winning effort, so Alex Caruso did not stop. Yeah. Him. He didn't start the game and stop him. He didn't finish the game and stop him. Y'all y- y'all y'all didn't game hear what two. I said. No y'all no no game what... game two. Alex Caruso did not start. Correct. He did, he did not start for the Lakers, right? Nope, he did not. Alex Caruso played 17 minutes in Game Two. Mm-hmm. If Dame didn't score, it wasn't because of Alex Caruso. Mm-hmm. He probably spent more time on the floor when Dame was taking a break because Alex Caruso is a bench player and Dame was mm-hmm. a starter. So let's let's keep it a buck right here. Game mm-hmm. three, when Dame put up 34 points, did Alex Caruso start that game? Okay, so listen. No. <laughs> but Alex Caruso played twenty. Y'all, y'all did, I, I think y'all missing what I said. Minutes, and y'all Dame missing. played forty-three minutes. So that means there's a good chunk of time when Dame was taking a break, and the bench players came in. Alex Caruso came in with the bench players and guarded somebody else, not named Damian Lillard. So you, I, I think you got a a real like. Yellowing, no. <laughs> yellow and purple. Can, can I? Can I? Where everything can I? Can I repeat? Can I? Re- can I repeat? What I said? <laughs> oh, wasn't, can I, wasn't playing that many minutes, bro. Can you I repeat? Can that. I repeat what I said? Can I repeat? Go what ahead, I said? go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because because y'all y'all are feeling y'all y'all are missing the point of what I said. When Alex Caruso was guarding Dame, Dame did not get the shots that he usually gets. This is a fact. If Frank Vogel, when Alex Caruso and Dame was in the game, Alex Caruso was guarding Dame. That is a fact. When Dame stops talking, let me talk. When Dame started going on a hot streak, Frank Vogel put Caruso in the game <laughs> and put Caruso on Dame. I don't care about starting. I don't care about when I'm talking about when Caruso, Caruso did the best job on the Lakers guarding Damian Lillard. That's my point. Dame can get his money. Dame can get his money, but he's not scoring that easy over Alex Caruso. And Jamal. Alex Caruso, I wouldn't even be saying that. I wouldn't even be saying it if it wasn't if I if I didn't think it was real. Jamal, tell me, tell me this, bro. Somebody for a player that will pull up as soon as he crosses half court, does that mean that he can't get the shot that he wants if he if he shoots from everywhere? Does that can you make that make sense for me, bro? No, I'm talking. I'm oh, talking I about can't, as I far can't. as I'm talking. <laughs> mm, somebody, I, I, I'm, somebody I'm clearly, that shoots I'm clearly, from anywhere clearly, on the court. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Alex. I hear you. 
No, here's the thing. I, I, honestly, I, understand. I get what you're trying to t- say, bro. But my big you watch the games, this. Jamal. You watch my, the games, bro. We watch the couple of games. Let me finish. Let me out. Hear me out. My biggest thing is that if Caruso did have a possession or two where Damian Lillard struggled to get a shot, to me that's not relevant when most of the game Caruso's not on him and Damian Lillard still drops 34 points in a winning effort. Or, yeah, he had a bad game, but when Emmanuel broke down the numbers, it wasn't Caruso wasn't guarding him. So for you to have a couple good possessions of guarding this man, all right, but it doesn't matter because you're not guarding him the full game. And I think that from a coaching standpoint – When they both were in the game together, that, he guarded Dane. When they both so win the game together, he go to day. When the man still drops 35 It's very oh. relevant. It is very – for Frank Vogel Damn. to say, you know what? I see you, – you know what? I, I see you, Dane. Caruso, come off the end of this bench. We need some energy. <laughs> go on, Dane. Caruso. I will say – I, I will say We this. need some energy off the bench. I come on, Caruso. Caruso wasn't the guy – Why was it was it, – it was not a single – it was a team effort defending day. Dame gets double teamed every time he gets the yeah, ball. If there, there's, now, you you talk about looking at the game. Go look at it and see. You will see there are four sets of eyes on Dame in that series most of the time. Dame was getting double teamed as soon as he crossed half court. Man. I will say the, the Lakers played great team defense on him. Because the the way in which he was scoring on everybody else in the bubble, he he did not do. I, I will say the Lakers played great team defense on him. I don't think I don't I, think Damian Lillard. There was no single think, there was no single person yeah, that played Dame and said you. Go Dame got him. most of his points over over Danny Green. I, I will say Dame they played great team defense because there was a lot of there was a lot of plays where I saw Dame come up court. I said, oh, that's a blow by. That's two points, but it wasn't that easy. The Lakers played great team defense. It wasn't just about who was physically on him. What I saw is that I saw at least three to four pair of eyes on him. LeBron never straight up played Dame, but LeBron's eyes was on Dame a lot of that game. He gave Dame more respect than he gave his boy Melo, who he didn't know for 20-plus years, who he know is a walking bucket all day. He said, you know what, I'm going to watch this guy. He gave no – he did go watch the go, – go look at him. Go look at the tape of how they defended Dame. No, you said walking bucket all day. That's why I said mm. Melo has been a walking bucket since he was in high school, since he came. Oh, old Melo. Since 02. Here. Since 02, when I saw him, or 01, when I saw him pl- come up here and play Jeff and gave Jeff bucket after bucket. Melo been a bucket yeah, since 01. Old Melo was, Mello was ridiculous. Melo was still a bucket. Jeff trash. What? Did you just say Jeff was trash? I mean, you were five years old when Jeff was in 01. He ain't listening. He ain't. He he looking off in the sunset or something else. So anyway, as we as we as we roll on with this uh this bubble conclusion, Chill. um, Emmanuel, I predicted, I predicted Lakers in five. That's what's happening. It, Go ahead. Whatever, Emmanuel. Um, what you see? <laughs> how you see this bubble conclude? What, what what's your prediction on who you see winning the East? Who you see winning the West? What you see happening? Man, um, out the East, it's really tough, man. Um. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say, nah, I probably shouldn't be that bold, but. Hey, this is I like a popular takeover podcast, man. Go with it. I like I like what I'm seeing from the Heat, bro. I, I don't know where they're at in their series. Um, oh, they, they chilling. They yeah. won. Oh, it's, they, they already won? Yeah, they put that away. Yeah, I, I think I think the Heat can come out the East because I don't, I don't really see nobody in the East that really – impressed me and so i think the heat is is coming out the east potentially out the west 
it should be the Clippers. Um, I don't see a team that has a roster better than them. However, Utah has that sneaky squad, you know? Uh, Mike Conley has always been one of the top defensive guards, point guards in the league when he's healthy. Donovan Mitchell is just next level. And that that whole team, man, they got the length, they got the athleticism, they got the good mix of veterans and young cats. And so Utah, Utah is dangerous, man. I think if if Utah just happened to play the Lakers, they would beat the Lakers, you know, um, if they faced off because of the matchup issues. But uh, mm-hmm. but there was overall, match, the, apparently there was matchup issues in this Portland game, too. But go ahead. But overall, um, oh, yeah, for sure. Portland is they too small. Portland don't have enough length. No, 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 no. Mike said, "Yo, your boy, Mike Riggins, the one that's on this podcast right now, mm-hmm. the Lakers didn't have enough. Oh, Portland wait. was too deep. Portland was too deep, and there's going to be too many mismatches when Portland came with they, they five and they bench versus the Lakers. Well, that's, but, we, we've seen what's happened. You know, it is what it is. But, but – you know, if if the Lakers face the Clippers, you know, we know the Clippers is going to win that. If the Lakers face the Jazz for whatever reason, I mean, it would be problematic for them, you know. I'm just, mm. playing, you know, but it, you, you'd be willing to come back on the podcast after that series? I'm down, bro. I'm down. Okay. You know, okay. Because Utah, 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 eh, they might, they, they have better team than the Mavericks. Mm. And, uh, the, uh, and the Clippers is barely going to scrape past the Mavericks. So I think they're going to struggle against Utah, and then we'll we'll beat Utah in five. Uh, the Lakers. I wouldn't say beating somebody by forty plus, and probably going to do it again. That's one. Guess one game. That's probably what, that's not struggling. What are you? How is it not? That's one game in a series. I said they're probably going to do it again. You don't get handled by forty by accident, bro. Bro, all I'm saying is that it takes Paul. Paul George has to play terrible for them to win by a game winner in overtime. With no Pat Bev, we are we are not playing at our full potential right now. When yeah, we do Clippers. play our full potential, it's like Mike said: the only thing that's gonna beat the Clippers is the goddamn Clippers. That's a fact. Other than that, if we play our full potential, but we see what happens. But you know what? Too much scoring, too much you know, depth. You know what, Jamal? Um, if, if if the Clippers and Lakers face off, um. Caruso would shut down Kawhi, so we you might have to rethink it. You might have to rethink it. <laughs> no, Caruso, Pat Bev don't want that smoke with Caruso. Pat Bev, he's not a what? Anyway, Pat Bev don't want that smoke with Caruso. Um, Pat Bev is not very good. He's not a he's not an offensive player, but Caruso, Caruso will give not Kawhi problems though. Caruso will give so, Kawhi problems, so we would have to. Yeah, hey, you, you, Caruso's minutes about to go down, bro. Whoa. So you tell me Pat Bev can shut down Caruso? So what what, what do you mean Pat Bev Pat Bev don't want to smoke with Caruso? What does that mean? What does that mean? We're we're talking about Pat Bev being defended by Caruso. We're not talking about the other way around. If if they they put Pat Beverly on Caruso, they lose. (laughs) They're going to put Pat Bev on on LeBron James. No. And you think that. We saw what happened in December. We saw it happen. Okay. Hey, we saw what happened. Hey, you play the clip, man. Hey, 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 Jamal, just just worry about getting past the hurt Mavericks team. 
Because Luka Doncic about to come out. Luka Doncic about to come out and give y'all fifty. With a bad ankle, okay. Uh, and still lose. That's tough. That's okay. And still lose. That's, 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 that's because uh, Moore's gonna step on it again. And still lose. That's tough. <laughs> uh, Marcus Morris gonna step <laughs> on the ankle again. He I gonna step you, on the ankle. <laughs> I see you, Marcus Morris. They said it like, was accident. You know what? You get up out of here. Nah. Get up out of my, here. My boy. It was an accident. My boy went to college with the Morris twins. He got some stories. Maybe we'll bring him on one day to tell some story about the Morris twins. But he got some stories about them boys at Kansas. Hey man, this has been a, a good. Um, episode we're gonna we're gonna finish this out as we always do with our unpopular opinions for the week uh jamal what you got for us my unpopular opinion for the week man i'm about to go back to them cowboys i don't think they're gonna i think there's gonna be eight eight or less hmm. you want to bet alex you know you know how we do yeah. it no i just i just asked you, you want to bet that I'm not I'm not I'm not arguing. No, I don't want I don't want to bet. I, just said, I don't want to bet. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So you just talking out your 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 anus, huh? Okay. Wow. All right. No, I'm not going back and forth with you. I'm not going. You you, you got your unpop. What you, what you got for us? He can say what he can say, but as soon as I repeat, you, you, I don't want you, I don't want you to have to. I don't want you to have to explain how you work, Mike. I don't want you to have to explain your unpopular opinion. I shouldn't have said nothing. I just said you want to bet. That's my apology. Alex, I'm you, sorry. What you got I for us? Have said that. <laughs> what you got for us, man? <laughs> All right. My 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 unpopular opinion is a projection. Okay. Okay. Lakers Lakers win against OKC next round. OKC beats Houston. The Clippers lose next round in Game Six. The Lakers beat whatever team, if it's Denver or Utah, beat them in five. And we might sweep the Eastern Conference team in four. How was that unpopular coming from a Laker fan? Like, come on. And Emmanuel. I just wanted to give you a shout out. That's very, it's very unpopular. Nobody believes the Lakers is going because the Clippers are in the, in, in the West. Believes. Have you not watched ESPN for the last three you're weeks? You're talking about, you're, if you're talking about Laker fans, that's different. It's unpopular. Okay, okay. First of all, any unpopular opinion might not be unpopular to somebody if you, if they agree with your statement. That's fact. If somebody agreed with Jamal's statement just now, it's not unpopular to them because they agree with the statement. My unpopular opinion Everybody I've talked to outside of Laker fans do not believe the Lakers are going to the championship. I'm saying we're going to the championship and we're going to sweep whatever Eastern Conference team we play. Now, I wanted to give Emmanuel, I wanted to give you a shout out because my sleeper team in the East in the beginning when we was talking about the bubble was Miami. Okay. I said that's my sleeper team if they go. I still think the Celtics are going to go. Mm-hmm. But Man. I said if anybody, my sleeper team was Miami. Gordon Hayward being out a month, that's going to be big, I think. Very, but yeah. Hey man, mine is simple this week. Blazers in seven. Emmanuel, what you got for us? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that that was just. Hey, that was that was just him trying to speak it into existence. Right, Y'all ain't got. Bro, I'm bro. not mad at that. I'm not bro. mad at that. Hey, Y'all couldn't beat the Warriors right now without Dang. Okay, here we go. All right, Emmanuel, what's, what's, no. what's yours, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give Emmanuel mine for the week, you know. Y'all couldn't. Your, anyway, we're done. I'm putting him on mute. What you got for us, bro? 
What was your what's your unpopular opinion, no, Mike? I'm giving mine this week to Emmanuel because we running out of tape. Oh, okay. Oh man. My unpopular popular opinion, I'm gonna go away from basketball and go to football. Okay. <clears throat> NFL's is shutting down after four weeks, bro. Period. Mm. Period. So that's gonna make a lot of people. They not, they not they not they not making it, you know, deep into October, November. It's not it's not happening. Flu season come around. Oh man. Um, it's gonna be some bad injuries and it's gonna be a lot of people getting sick, uh, unfortunately, because of the way that they're giving it up. So uh, I think NFL don't make it past four weeks. Yeah. Bro, Emmanuel, bro, and and oh. and I think and I think Roger Goodell, this is his last year as uh, commissioner in NFL. I don't know. I don't know if people talking about that, but I think this is it for Goodell. He needs it's to take out. Yeah, it's he, a wrap. He needs to go. You want honestly, to I, honestly, I think that he would have been. <laughs> I think he, I thought he would have been gone by now. Bro, what's funny, Emmanuel? What's funny is last episode we talked about it. And I said, I said, y'all know what? Mark Cuban for NFL commissioner. You did say that. <laughs> you did say that. <laughs> that would be hard, bro. That, that was, hey. I think he got too much going on, bro. He got too much going on. He can hire somebody to take it on. As long know. as he can stay on Shark Tank. I don't <laughs> yeah, he can. <laughs> I feel like it oh, would look man. way like the, it would be completely different. Oh, Mark Cuban is just a dope dude. Right. I feel like he'd be he's, a great. He's definitely for the players, you know what oh, I mean. He's dang. definitely for the players. Yeah, he's for the players. Definitely. Hey, Mark Cuban. Uh, hey, I got his email address. Too. I'm emailing this and be like, hey, bro, this is what we think. Do it to him. Yeah. Hey, uh, Emmanuel, bro, we we appreciate you joining. This is definitely won't be the first time, bro. Uh, yeah, sir. Let let the people know where they can find you. Subscribe time. the Twitters, the Instagrams, all of that stuff, bro. First things first, I appreciate y'all for having me on, man. This means a lot. Uh, anytime somebody reach out, man, especially you, Mike, bro. You, you know, you my guy. We rock. So I appreciate you. Uh, Alex Jamal, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all y'all good dudes, man. And I like what y'all got going on here, man. Y'all got your own ideas, unpopular opinions. Y'all not scared to talk about what you talk about, man. That's a beautiful thing, bro. So keep doing what you're doing. Um, if anybody wants to follow me, um, please subscribe. Socks and Sandals Podcast on iTunes, Spotify. SoundCloud, Stitcher, whatever, S-O-X and Sandals, S-A-N-D-A-L-S podcast. Um, also subscribe on YouTube if you want to follow um, on Twitter at S-X-S-N-D-L-S on Instagram was probably the best place to find me. Search Socks and Sandals podcast. Uh, if you want to hear some unapologetic truth, if you want to hear people just talking that real talk similar to this, but not necessarily in the sports realm, just more society and cultural type things, black empowerment, um, enlightenment, inspiration, all that good stuff, man. That's what we're talking about every week. So come through, pull up. Hey, man, I encourage y'all to do to do that because your your last interview you did, I forget the, the gentleman's name, man, um, on that Sunday a few weeks ago. Uh, Tevin? Not Tevin, the other, the other guy. He, you, he had you on his show. Oh, information, man. Yes, yeah, that, that was very powerful, man. And, and to, to hear some of the stuff... I left with some, so I said, man, I need to go do some research, um, <laughs> if I'm being honest. So, hey, sure. man, I definitely encourage y'all to, you know, hit the, hit the follow button. He, he plugged y'all where he's at. Um, it's been another episode of the Unpopular Takeover Podcast. Remember, Blazers in 7. We'll holler at y'all later. We out. Hey, hey. <laughs>